Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's best books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 52 books per year and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each book. Today I'm going to cover the Apocrypha. This is book 21 of 52 for my 2022 reading list. Well, I have always been scared of this book. It was never in the Bibles that that I grew up reading. And so the Apocrypha, if you go into, into a Catholic church, you pick up a Bible, there's probably going to be this thing called the Apocrypha between the Old and the New Testaments. But it was that was never the case in the Bibles that I saw. And But I, I, I would always hear about the Apocrypha. But it was the scary thing. Like, why is it not in my Bible? Uh, if it's not in my Bible, is it bad? Uh, why is it being? Why was it not in there? Is are there bad ideas? Will this kind of mess with my head? I, so I had all these just fears of of this book, and and didn't really want to ever read it because of these these fears and, and unknowns. I guess is a better term. Well, when I was twenty, I, I took a course at in college where uh, we had to buy a Bible with the Apocrypha in it. And we would reference different parts of the Apocrypha, but I, but even then I didn't read through the Apocrypha. It would just kind of be like picking out uh, certain verses in there for, for, the, for the sake of study. And so I, I've never read the Apocrypha until this year. This was, this was my very first time going through it. And I, I loved it. Uh, it, it's one of my favorite books that I read this year, and it, it, it is kind of hard to call it a book, though, because it, it's it's similar to the Bible in in the sense that there are different books within the Apocrypha. And so you've got some that are history, there's some that are wisdom literature, there are some that tell stories, like small stories of, of individuals within this grand sweep of what's occurring outside. So within the exile, there will be uh, there'll be families, and, and how do these families remain faithful in occupation? Occupied, uh, you know, far from home and in an exiled territory. Like, how how do you remain faithful in that situation? And so, all sorts of things going on. I mean, there's dragons in this thing. In in multiple parts, there's there's dragons. And so, and then you also you come across uh, the names Cleopatra, Ptolemy, uh, Alexander the Great. These these people are mentioned in in you know just briefly, like in in these in some of these books. And so that was cool too. I just never I had never seen that in the Bibles that that I had ever used. Um, another thing that was really helpful going through the Apocrypha is just, I, I go to museums and I look at art and, and I see all these paintings and I'm like, what, what is that from? Is that from mythology? Is that from, uh, what, what is that? And a lot of the stories are in the Apocrypha. I mean, one that you have probably seen a lot is the story of Judith and, uh, Holofernes, where Judith chops off his head. And there are a ton of paintings of that. And I see them all the time. And I always see, okay, this is Judith. Uh, where's Judith from? Is that a myth? Is that, and now I know it's, it's in the, it's in the Apocrypha. So it's just things like that. There, there's, there a lot going on. I want to share some of those things. This episode is really going to be, you know, 30,000 foot level, just kind of looking briefly at the Apocrypha. I'm not going to go deep, but I do want to cover some themes and some questions that I had in, in from the Apocrypha. So real quick, the version that I read is the Bibliotheca version. And if that sounds familiar, the New Testament that I read last year was the Bibliotheca version. Bibliotheca, I'm, I'm kind of 
in love with this version. Uh, it's it's a version of the entire Bible. I've I've actually bought this set, and I'm going to go through it next year. The the whole uh, from Old Testament uh, to to New Testament, but it's a Bible that is split up into five different books, and it's a single column on each page. So most Bibles will have two columns on on each page, very thin paper. These are like this is proper paper. It's proper books. It feels like a book. There's no verses. There's not the numbers throughout it. And so it has the feel more of a book. And it encourages the reading of it just as you would read a book. And so you pick it up and you just kind of read from start to end. So I loved that about it. I mean, if you're if you're doing a study of, of the book, this is not the one just because there's no verse references. And it's kind of hard to find your place if you're needing to find a specific verse, but if you're if you're just wanting to read through it, this is an excellent edition. I'll link to it in the show notes. The site where you can buy it is it, it kind of encourages buying the the whole set. But I was able to buy just the apocrypha from from Bibliotheca. So if you email them, they'll probably just sell you the the apocrypha. Uh, by itself, and and I would recommend it. it. It's a it's a pleasurable reading experience with with this version. If you're just planning to read it straight through, uh, but I, I do like to highlight the versions that that I read. Um, I I do have that one from college as well, uh, the Apocrypha, where I can kind of go back and look at the verses if if I need to. As for reading stats, this was a 552 page book. It took me 17 and a half hours to get through it. That was over a 16 day period, uh, so I was averaging roughly. 30 35 pages a day. And that was earlier in this year. I've kind of waited to to cover it on the podcast. I read it uh, towards the end of May into mid-June. So for the rest of this episode, in the next segment, I'll cover three themes that that I, I noticed throughout or, or in a lot of parts of the Apocrypha. And then in the final segment, instead of doing the one thing, which I, I usually try to just pull one thing from the book I'm reading, and then that helps me remember it. But for this this episode, I'm actually going to ask a set of questions that I have that, that I had while reading the Apocrypha in hopes that if you know the answers, you will contact me and, and let me know uh, the answers to these, uh, because these are, are questions that, that were generated and uh, are kind of mulling around in my head after having read the Apocrypha. All right, so here are three themes that I saw throughout the, the Apocrypha. And the first was just the giving of alms. Uh, so giving, giving to the poor, that sort of thing. And just kind of, a, it, it, it ties into a, a, a bigger thing of just faith in action. Uh, when I read through the Bible at the beginning of 2020, one thing that stood out was just the number of times that it's mentioned of how God cares for the poor and the downtrodden. And God doesn't really care about your interest rates of the country and the economic viability of the industry. Like he cares about the poor and how they're treated. And so you see, you see this throughout the, the Apocrypha and in, in the wisdom sections, especially, and then also in the book of, of Tobit. So I wanted to read first from the, from the book of, of Tobit. And here are some parts about giving alms. It is better to give alms than to lay up gold. Almsgiving delivers from death, and it shall purge away all sin. Those who do alms in righteousness shall be filled with life, but those who sin are enemies to their own life. End quote. I love that. Uh, those who sin are enemies to their own life. And then almsgiving delivers from death. Those who do alms in righteousness shall be filled with life. I'm going to read a little later on here. This is from 
the book called The Wisdom of Jesus, the Son of Syriac. Uh, It says, be not faint-hearted in your prayer and neglect not to give alms. So that's that's about alms, but again, just kind of this larger sense of, um, especially when when you're reading the stories of of the people in exile, the the Jews in exile, like how how are we to then live? And you're you're to live in this manner, and you're to remain faithful and and giving alms and just taking care of the poor. That was that was a big part of that. The next big theme theme was that of wisdom. Uh, there are books of wisdom, but then just a discussion of wisdom in in a lot of the different. Uh, books of the the Apocrypha as well. Uh, But wisdom in particular, in in the sense of uh, you gain wisdom through righteousness, through doing the right thing, through obeying the law. You you don't gain wisdom by disobeying the law or through sin or through doing the the wrong thing. Uh, You gain wisdom and you grow in wisdom in doing the right thing. So here, here are some some uh, some parts that stuck out. Um, the first one, all wisdom is the fear of the Lord and in all wisdom is the doing of the law and the knowledge of wickedness is not wisdom and the prudence of sinners is not counsel. End quote. This, this comes from the wisdom of Jesus, the son of Syriac. Uh, again, the wisdom, all wisdom is the fear of the Lord and in all wisdom is the doing of the law. And then the knowledge of, of wickedness is not wisdom. So you, you're not, but by knowing more about wickedness, that's that's not going to lead to to wisdom. Uh, next up, if you desire wisdom, keep the commandments, and the Lord shall give you give her to you freely. If you des- desire wisdom, keep the commandments, and the Lord shall give her to you freely. Next up, he who keeps the law becomes master of its intent, and the end of the fear of the Lord is wisdom. And that that comes from um, the the wisdom of Solomon. Uh, book. So he who keeps the law becomes master of its intent, the intent of the law. And the end of the fear of the Lord is wisdom. And then the last part here, this this one also comes from the wisdom of Solomon. Um, wisdom will not enter into a soul that devises evil, nor dwell in a body that is admired in sin. For a holy spirit of discipline will flee deceit and will start away from thoughts that are without understanding and will be reproved when unrighteousness has come in. For wisdom is a spirit that loves man. End quote. Uh, a, a final theme here, and I try to keep the the G rating for this this episode, but I, I will... Uh, I, I just need, there's only way to, one way to put this. And, and the final theme of the Apocrypha is just women kicking ass. You've got Judith chopping off the head of uh, Holofernes. You've got uh, the book of Esther. You've got just different sections where women are kicking ass. And that is the only way I know how to say it. You're just going to have to read it. So, some fantastic stories, memorable stories, and... Oh, there's there, there's a lot there's a lot to enjoy in the apocrypha. All right, I'm going to take this final segment and kind of crowdsource. I'm going to, I'm going to crowdsource answers in the sense that I'm going to share some questions I had while reading the apocrypha, and I'm hoping that if you're listening and you know the answers or or have some suggestions on places where I can go to to seek out some of these answers, it'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, that's one of the joys of reading. And I think one of the things that, that uh, keeps you humble while reading is just the more you read, the more you know 
how little you actually do know. And and when you read that, it just opens up this whole another set of questions. So it's like, you, you realize how little you actually know and how much you, you still need to, to learn. And so here are some questions I have. So yeah, please uh, email me, eric at booksoftitans.com if you know any of the answers to these. So, I mean, the, the over, overarching question I had while reading the Apocrypha is, what do I do with this? For example, like where it says the Lord is talking, uh, is that the Lord talking? How, how do I read that? Because this is not considered the canon for a lot of people. So is that really the Lord talking? Or, you know what, if the Lord was talking, then why was that not included in the Bible that I, that I use? Um, so do I just disregard? So if it says the Lord said this, do I disregard that? Uh, do I take it as the actual words of the Lord? Uh, I don't know what to do with that. Next up, what about prophecies? There are prophecies in the the apocrypha. Are these valid? Do they should they not be considered? Are they irrelevant? What what do I do with the prophecies that are in this book? Um, yeah, an, a, just another thing that that came up. An, another another thing in in the book of Daniel. Uh, so the, parts of the apocrypha there, there are it's it's. Parts of books that we're familiar with, if, if in the in the Old Testament, so the Book of Esther is in there, and then the Book of Daniel. But there's extra sections to these two books. Uh, so first off, just why why are there extra sections? But I, I, it it startled me that they were not included, especially in in Daniel. So Daniel starts off, and and there's this story of of Susanna, and there's this story where Daniel is is like a judge, uh, but he's a judge in the sense of he reminded me of Solomon. Like uh, the the story is told in a way where you see the wisdom of Daniel in a judgment that he makes, and in a, in a way that he approaches um, this this case where uh, some some people are about to get executed, and he just kind of takes a step back and, and finds out what actually went on and, and saves these people, and and it it helped just give you more insight into Daniel. Like before you you read all the other stuff about Daniel's life. And I'm just thinking, why was this not included? This is this is awesome. This is like this is like the the story of Solomon and, and the sword and cutting cutting the child in two. Like you just get a deep insight into Solomon with that story. Why not have that story of Daniel in the, all the books of Daniel that that we have? Um, so it, it it just seemed like it would have been a really helpful uh, thing to to know about Daniel. So again, just another question, like why why wasn't that in there? So. All, all these deal with what what do I do with this what do I do with this book uh, how how I mean there's a there it's so helpful just in in kind of tying bits of, of history together where I I'd always kind of thought it was this 400 years of silence between the old and New Testament and and actually it's not no like here's here's a bunch of stuff that's taking place and here is some history that's that's going on. Like, so how am I, how am I to read this? Uh, that's kind of the overarching arching question there. So I'd love your thoughts if, if you, if you, uh, know kind of a, a good way to approach this. So to recap the Apocrypha, it's thrilling. It's exciting. There's the wisdom literature. There are people's heads getting chopped off. There's dragons. There's all sorts of awesome stuff. And it's, I, I'm so glad I read it. And if you haven't read it, if you if you've been scared of it like I have, please just give it a try. It, it's um, 
it, it fills in a lot of the gaps, like just what happened between here and here and, uh, and just additional stories. And, and you'll see names that you will recognize from the Bible. And, and it just kind of ties all these different pieces together. And, and so I, I loved that aspect of it. Uh, just gives additional context. It, it, it opened up a number of questions to me, but, uh, it, it was really a joy to read. Um, I, I do want to encourage you to, to read it as well. If you are interested in learning more, if, if, uh, you've read the Apocrypha and you want to dig deeper, there's a one podcast that I listen to. It's called bad books of the Bible. And, uh, Joel Miller is one of the, of the hosts and he's right here in Franklin, Tennessee. And I've, I've met him. He, great guy. And so if, if you want to dig in deep, uh, that's a podcast that I really enjoy uh, just in getting to know the Apocrypha more. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear from you if you have some answers to these, these questions I had from the Apocrypha. Again, this is just kind of a, a quick overview. I did, did not go deep into this book. Uh, just there, there's so much there, but uh, I, I, do, I do hope you read it. And uh, if you do, please, please message me. I'd love to hear what you, th- you think of it as well. Uh, follow me on books uh, on Instagram or Twitter at Books of Titans, and and you can go to the website as well, booksoftitans.com. I have a ton of resources there. Just how do you create a reading list? How do you get started with with reading? Um, what are some book good books to get to get going on that journey? Um, so there's a, a, a lot of good resources there. I'll be back in a week or two with another book from this year's reading list. Until then, keep reading, keep listening, and keep thinking. I'm out. <laughs>